We're sitting on the porch with Georgie T. Hearing tales of Tennessee. Welcome to Tales of Tennessee. My guests for this episode of the podcast have been a part of the Tennessee slash Dixie Fields Festival story from the very beginning. They have more chat than the Archbishop of Banterbury, more swagger than Thomas Shelby, <laughs> and more laughs than Rob Ryden and Steve Coogan, and are blazing the way for country music in Essex. They are, of course, Rob Goldston and Jack Cooper of UK country duo Holloway Road. Welcome to the episode. That was quite possibly the best introduction we've ever had. Yeah. Good. We'll I take love that. It. Thank you very uh, much. I might have set a standard now. I'm going to have to keep it up, aren't I? <laughs> so I don't know if you guys realised that you were actually quite sort of in, integral in the whole Dixie Fields Festival story. But I came to, so we had the idea of putting on Dixie Fields, um, which is, of course, now Tennessee Fields, back oh. in January 2018. And I came to see you guys at Nashville Meets London in, 20, in July 2018. And I spoke to Luke, who was your manager, um, about booking you when I was there. Delighted to say it all came together. I do remember together. that, actually. Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah? Yeah, he did. Uh, like, he he oh came and told us. He did come and tell us straight away, pretty much. Who's this? We dude? were like, it's in Essex, so it's only down the road. Yeah, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so what did you think when you heard that we were going to try and bring a country music festival to Essex? Be honest. I thought it was amazing. I thought yeah. it was amazing. Yeah. Did you we have were... any worries about how it would go down or uh, I think in all honesty yeah we did actually I did because just only purely because of how close to London it is yeah uh, and would would people travel to somewhere that's so close to London in the time frame that there were other things happening but yeah. that was it other than that we were we couldn't wait yeah it's brilliant well yeah. it, well we loved you at Dixie Fields so it all seemed to get together and go go well eventually but so can you give us a little bit of a potted history of Holloway Road, like a bit of a backstory? Where did you meet? Why did you settle on country music? Because am I right in thinking you were in punk rock bands beforehand? Yeah, oh, we did. We've done. We've been there, done it all, yeah. really, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. We did some. Yeah, we did some punk rock when we were when we were rebellious teenagers. <laughs> um, we went to school. Yeah, I didn't like him at school. <laughs> I actually thought he was a bit of a. Uh, a word that I'm not sure whether I'm allowed to use on your podcast. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then we were kind of forced to work together in uh, GCSE Music. And uh, then then after that, Jack didn't ask me to be in his band. Ooh, hard. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, asked someone else who said no. Yeah, and, then I asked and, then I, and then he asked me. And, uh, and here we are. Yeah. pretty much we've kind of just uh, we've been uh yeah like you say we've been we've been in other bands throughout the years and but we've always stuck together we've always done all these different projects so we've always come out sticking together uh you know as, as far as country music goes i think this like we progress as musicians and as writers and look for you know things that we can do so basically as you know obviously country music is great for storytelling so yeah. i think as our writing as our writing you know, got better and stuff like that. It, it was a good suit, and obviously we love country music. Um, there's a lot more to the story. Rob, went, Rob, you know, went on a holiday to to America and come back and was like, I love country music now. Um, and it was something I, I'd always grown up with in the house. And yeah, it was kind of we were at a bit of a turning point, and that's sort of the road that we chose. Have either of you got a truck? No. Oh, what? Sorry. 
but what a disappointment. It's, um, it, it's it's something that it's something that I will get at some point. <laughs> I'm I desperate think. to get one, but like one of the the big ones. Yeah. I'm not going to get like a, a Toyota Hilux or something like that. <laughs> like I'm talking. I've actually found there's a dealership near Heathrow right. um, that does big big trucks. So I was having a look on their website. This was quite a few years ago, but I'm pretty sure, I hope they're still there. But they do like the, you know, like the big ones with the big wheel arches and the big exhausts and the ones that are going to just cost a fortune to run. Yeah, one of them. Do you, do you have a truck? Uh, not really. I mean, I've got, I've got a Land Rover because I work on the farm as well. So it's like, it's a workhorse, um, yeah, but yeah, it's not yeah. quite a truck, but I'm working towards it. Yeah, it's right. it's in the game plan, but yeah. we'll see you I, down there at the uh, dealership. Yeah, down the absolutely, dealership. absolutely. I mean, I'm never going to be able to park at a supermarket ever again if I actually get a truck. But, <laughs> no, you know. but I'm not. I don't know that that's important. No, no I we do delivery. Yeah, yeah. Fine. So anyway, I've strayed strayed a little bit away from my script there. <laughs> um, so when was your obviously this this whole podcast? It is about country music and it's about artists and it's about people in the industry, but it's also about Nashville and Tennessee. Sure. When was your first visit to Nashville, sort of as a, as Holloway Road? Oh, as Holloway Road. Well, we went our first. <laughs> when was that? Two thousand and fourteen. We went. We and um, um, a mate of ours came with us, and it. We went for like a bit of sort of like let's go and find out what's going on. We're going to do loads of work. Um, we're gonna meet loads of people, uh, and we drank. And we, yeah, <laughs> and that, that didn't really happen. <laughs> what a surprise! We, uh, yeah, we because uh, the three of us went, and the, the third person that came, he played the guitar for us at the time, but didn't really have anything else other than that to do with to do with the band or the project. So we ended up just doing like all the touristy things and just getting completely wanked <laughs> in all the bars. CMA Fest was on as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then and then we took a Greyhound bus to Memphis for a couple okay. of days. Okay, we're getting ahead of ourselves here. So oh, you've okay. just answered one of my next questions. Oh, okay. So, what were you fir- basically? What were your first impressions of Nashville? CMA, oh, yeah, we loved just, it. CMA. Yeah, it was packed full of pe- like the second week was like a ghost town compared. Yeah. The, the, mm. Our first initial experience was straight off the plane. CMA Fest was starting up and it was just a buzz everywhere. It was yeah. great. It was great. It was probably one of the best holidays we've ever had. And then have you travelled further afield in Tennessee? Yes. Yeah. Um, we've gone as far as you can go in Tennessee in pretty much every direction. Yeah. Have you done Dollywood? No. No, no we didn't. We hadn't done that. <laughs> okay. We went, so we've gone... We went north into Kentucky, so that far yeah. up Tennessee. We went, we've been south into Alabama, so that far down. We went all the way over to Memphis, and then we went all the way over to Georgia. So we've gone as far as we can go. We went to the Jack Daniels Distillery because, well, when you're in when <laughs> when in here. Rome, uh, yeah. yeah, we went. <laughs> um, the surrounding areas around there, we went to those places and they were... Uh, scary. Scary, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, as far as Tennessee goes, yeah, I mean, we've kind of gone into Alabama, gone yeah. into... We've kind of skipped over a lot of it when we probably what, yeah. have done. What would be your kind of go-to places in Nashville and outside of Nashville, but still in Tennessee? Go-to places in Nashville. Bolton's Hot Chicken. Yeah, I was... 
<laughs> I was walking back out there thinking I'm going to need to remember that and you, I can yeah. remember it and you've remembered it. Yeah, it's great for food. Uh, have you been yourself? Yes, I have, yeah, a couple oh, of okay. times. Okay, cool, fair enough. Have um, you done Bolton's? No. No, you should do Bolton's So it's like, you know, you know you've got, um, what's the main hot chicken place they've got? Uh, the, they've got a few. It's called something, something hot chicken, Phoebe or something like that. Don't go there. Go where the locals go, which is Bolton's. Bolton's. It's like a hole in the wall. It looks like crap, but it tastes amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's the one. So hot chicken. That mushroomy pizza place as well. <laughs> like, we're just naming food places. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. So um, we want we want tips to for people. Red Door, Red Door Saloon, Red Do- Midtown. Go Midtown's there. Midtown's the place to hang out. Don't go downtown. Yeah, go Midtown. Oh, you've got to do downtown at do least one for downtown a night. one night. Oh, yeah, um, and then and then you can stay away from yeah. downtown. The Five Spot. Where's that? That's in um, what part of uh, Nashville is that? I don't know. What about that other place <laughs> in East Nashville that we went to? That's it, East Nashville. Um, Five Spot. Was that like the vintagey kind of dancing Mo- place? Motown Mondays. Yeah. Motown Mondays. Motown Mondays. Motown Mondays. At okay. the five spot in East Nashville. But what was that other place we went to? <laughs> you know the in- one where we got there with uh, Jacob uh, and I think Trevor DeVesa? And everyone was dancing. And no, we were all sat around a table and it was like watching a band. It was like proper old school country. Oh, that was like a... Um, so we, it was so, like a, uh, a, a no, it was like a veterans war it was. war veterans club thing. So okay. ba- we'll Google. Uh, we'll Google. We got, we got some friends out there, so we we tend to go to a lot of the local spots. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we've been to like yeah some really rare places. This place was it was like an old man's working club sort yeah. of thing, but there was loads of. Uh, I like know exactly people. where it is. Yeah. I can't think what it's called, but some massive people have played there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 It's, pro- it's like a proper authentic honky tonk sort of thing. Yeah. You know? Yes. It's not like the stuff. And it looks house. like the back of a garage or something. Yeah. yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. yeah. Okay. So you've obviously, you've spent time in Nashville. You've been writing out there and you've been producing out there. Like, why is it so different to over here? Why is it the go-to place for, for country artists? It's kind of like you've got to be in the race to win it sort of thing. You know, you've got to kind of be present over there. I mean, it's t- it's tough at the moment, obviously, mm. for us with everything that's going on. But it's kind of like you play country music, you go to Nashville. You know, you do pop, you go to LA, sort of thing. And yeah, that's the way I see it. <laughs> You're looking at me like I'm a no, 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 I, no. I, it's I don't know. It's I, I can't. I don't really know how to explain it. But everybody. Everybody has, has has sort of gravitated towards that city for one reason or another, whether it's because they had really cool studios as it was emerging or whether that was just, I don't know, because that's where it was. But you go there and hardly any hardly anybody that you meet there is actually from Nashville. Like the majority of the people that we've ever met is the, oh, where are you from? Oh, I don't know, like, uh, Alaska or wherever. And it, it just kind of brings in all of these people from all over the States that are all there to, they're all there doing the same thing and they want to help and they want you to meet this person they want you to yeah. write with this person oh I've got a mate that does this you should meet him or her and it's it, it's just this sense of community that you don't really I don't think you really get anywhere else you certainly don't get it like you do there here yeah co-writes here are completely different I mean don't get me wrong we've had some great co-writes over here but it's just the work ethic is completely different over there so go um, on, talk, talk me through uh, a co-write. Like, I've never written a song in my fast. life. It's fast. Yeah. So uh, over here, we might spend, I mean, we did today. We've been Zooming, writing, and it, it, 
we haven't finished the song yet and we've spent a whole day on it um, and we've kind of started on production and things like that. Over there, you get in a room, you got a guitar and you churn it out, a couple of hours, done, do the next right, done. And when we first went, we were like, oh my God, like trying to keep yeah. up. These, you know, some of these writers, it's, just, it's all they do, all day, every day, right after right after right. Um, and at first, it was definitely a big shock to us. But yeah. at the same time, it makes you up, you have to up your game, you have to... Mm-hmm try and get on the same page and, and work faster and be able to come up with ideas just as quickly. And how has it changed, you know, your writing style to, to learn from and work with the guys over in Nashville? I think it's definitely yeah. made us, it's, it's, it's definitely, we've definitely matured as writers and I think that's led us to, we're always quite, I, well, I can be quite picky and no, I don't like that. No, I don't like that. No, I don't like that. But being there, it's kind of like, you don't have time to not like it. Yeah. You, run, you have to you kind of, yeah, you, you have to work on it. And whether that's you learn to like it or whether you change it quickly enough so that you do like it has resulted in me becoming less picky and just kind of sit, sticking with something and then maybe waiting until the end of the day to go, no, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely, it's, it's the, the pace is the, is the biggest thing. You released your first single in 2015, is that right? We said so? Possibly, yeah. yeah. Possibly. Okay. <laughs> According to your website, it was okay. Then, yeah. yes. <laughs> How has the last five years been? Like, what has what have been the highlights? Just, it must have been a completely crazy, crazy road for you. How's that it been? Seems for you? so weird that question now because we've had a, practically had a year off. Yeah. Yeah. It it was before. Let's just ignore the last year yeah. for a second. It honestly couldn't have been going any better yeah. for us. Mm. Um, it just felt like we were growing and growing and growing and going, climbing and climbing and climbing and actually doing it at a really kind of a rate that I was pretty pleased with and yeah. things looked like they were kind of starting to, to happen and it was it was kind of like the best five years musically that we'd ever had mm-hmm. mm. and until you... 2020. Yeah, I think everyone just needs to just ignore this ever happens yeah. and just carry on. Um, do, what's kind of your game plan? Are you concentrating sort of on UK or are you because I know you've played C- the CMO Fest haven't you mm, yes um you know are you trying to be one of the the first acts to go and break over in in America from the UK you know UK country wise well I mean like Rob said I mean the last year obviously it, it, it's tough because yes we that was the plan we were you know sort of giving it our all and we were getting out there as much as we could and but now so like, when when are we going to get the chance to go back <laughs> You know, so it's kind of, it's having to like rethink things a little bit, but I suppose that's what we've got the time for now is to, you know, sort of rethink it, but it's tough, like, we don't know, it's, yeah. there's so much uncertainty at the moment, but that, that was the plan, you know, yeah. we were, we were going out there, we were working, working hard, and mm. so yeah, it's, uh, we're not sure now. <laughs> and yeah, Rob, you do a lot of production, don't you? You do all of your production, is that right? Yes. Yes. Um, did you have you worked with Nashville producers as well? Like, have you learned kind of production tips from them, or is that just all from your your background? No, I have I have learned from them. Yeah, um, we've worked with we've worked with a, with a few that have we've co produced uh, some of the some of the tracks with them on some of the records that we've put out. We haven't like, we haven't necessarily done it while we've been in the same room. It's been, they kind of built a track and then sent it and 
we've played around with it, sent it back, and then they've done some stuff and sent it back. So when the new project comes through, I've been like, oh, what have they done? Ooh, yeah. like having a good look through it. So yeah, there has been, yeah, yeah I've definitely managed to uh, learn a few tips and tricks and sort of just things that I can see that they're doing that I might not have done or hadn't thought about or something like that. So it's always, yeah, it's always good to, to kind of be privileged enough to be in a position where I'm looking at a project on a computer screen that's already been built by somebody that's done that for Florida Georgia Line or something like that yeah. already. Yeah, you, you can kind of, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I'm a complete, I'm completely ignorant when it comes to any sort of production. Is it, obviously you've worked on other, other types of music before. Yeah. Is it the same sort of process? It just, obviously you add different things to make it more country or more pop or whatever you might want to mm. to make it is it the same process for each genre of music or do you approach it completely differently I think it's probably the same process for me personally mm. I wouldn't say that I have the same process as any other producer to get to a, a, the end result in any other particular genre you kind of you listen to the song or the, I listen to the song and then I kind of imagine where I might hear that song or how they got to how the writer or the artist got to the end product of what they've already sent me, like what was going through their head, that kind of thing. And then you kind of try and elaborate on that. So there's not really a set way to do it to get to the end result in country, then there is a set way to do it to get to the end result in rock or pop. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, might, we might write a whole song on just an acoustic guitar and then look at producing it and putting you know full band and all these bells and whistles on top. Or we might come in and open up a project on the computer and start with drums or start with, you know, a bit set a bit of a vibe before we start writing, you know. So, yeah. I think it's so fascinating. I just would not have a clue. Yeah. You know, I mean, I the way that I do things could be completely different to the next person you speak yeah. to. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it, it really is no, there's no set way of getting to the end result as long as you get to the end result. Yeah, absolutely. And when you're, when you are writing... Are you generally writing from true life experiences, from things that you've experienced, or is it just your imagination and just being creative? It's a mixture of yeah, both. Mixture of both. It really is. It, yeah. Something could have something could have tickled you on the way in to the studio, and you go, "I want to write about that." Or we go, "Oh, not really much has happened, so let's make something up." Twenty twenty, yeah. Yeah. So you know, it's it really is happens as it happens to be honest how old were you when you f first wrote songs 15 yeah 14 15 yeah. yeah and do you go back to them now and go oh my god what were we doing <laughs> or do you I, like them I or have you been able to turn them into songs there's, there's, we did try once yeah, and we gave up <laughs> there's been, it's crazy because there's been like i mean we've written hundreds and hundreds of songs and some that i would never remember but i still remember the first song i ever wrote but it's, it's nuts what was the first song you wrote we can still play the first song we ever wrote <laughs> oh you no, don't have a no. guitar handy do you no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but we so could, if, if we did we could probably play it <laughs> did you ever did you get grief like you're from south end so that's not particularly well known for its country music scene am i right no, in not. saying you are right yeah um did you get much grief when you we got decided that you were just going to go go country, yeah. I mean, not to our faces, but we definitely we yeah. know that we, we know that people were laughing at us. 
They don't laugh in now. Yeah, definitely. There, def- there was definitely a select few people that we knew that we knew were kind of taking the piss and yeah. laughing. And I mean, some people thought we were mad. Yeah. yeah. I think most people thought we were I mad. I think we thought we were mad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you say country, people do automatically think country and western, like, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hoedowns and bluegrass and, and what have you. And I think obviously there's still a place for that, but oh, it's just such a huge genre. There's so many different styles of music within you know within the country genre um what is your opinion of the uk country scene at the moment and sort of over the last five years and where do you see that going well it's exploded isn't it i guess yeah i think yeah i mean that's my my opinion is that there is lots of it now and uh i think there's lots of good stuff now i i wouldn't have said that two years two years ago yeah yeah i would have said that there was lots of stuff Two years ago, if I'm honest. <laughs> I think it's definitely, definitely, definitely uh, getting really good. Yeah, I mean, there's when we first started, we thought we were the only ones, I'll be honest. And we could probably name the other acts on one hand. And uh, now we, we, you know, we sort of scroll down social media and there's, there's new acts that we've never heard of from the UK that we see every day. Yeah. Um, what would which you... is fantastic. It's great. Would you have a one one UK artist, country artist to follow who you think is really good and is going to go places? Yes. Other than Holloway Road, of course. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Someone who's going to go places, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if we, say like someone, if we say someone, we're going to upset someone else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. God, I can't think. There is someone, surely. Laura. I mean, Laura's... Laura Rhodes. Laura Rhodes yeah. is yeah. really, really yeah. talented, yeah. I was yeah. on a... Um, She's quite uh, my favourite. Yeah. Zoom call with her just after Christmas, actually, with the BCMA. We did, like, a Zoom Christmas party. Oh, cool. And um, and she played there, and that's the first time... And I know it's not live, as yeah. in I'm there, but it's the first time I've heard her play live, and she's just amazing. Yeah, she's... Um, she's such a gorgeous yeah. voice. She yeah, she doesn't only just write good songs, but she can really perform them live as well. Yeah. You know, like yeah. she, her tuning's impeccable. She's got everything. You know. Yeah. Okay. So Laura Oates. Yeah. So uh, what about a Nashville-based artist to watch? To watch. Ooh. All the ones that we are watching have already kind of Levi Hummond. They've already been yeah. seen. Levi Hummond. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he yeah. seems. I see. I see him cropping up on Twitter and. Uh, a lot, and he see, he seems to be very busy at the moment. Yeah, and Hardy as well. Mm-hmm. I really like Hardy's first record, One Beer. Yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a big fan of that. Awesome. So, what's coming up for you in 2021? Assuming we <laughs> ignored 2020 and we're still on the same trajectory that you were at the end of 2019. I mean, everything's changed now. Yeah, everything. Ever, what we were going to be doing is kind of taking a back seat. I mean, it, most gigs get booked, you know, in advance as well. Yeah. So a gig that we might have for May would have been booked now. So, again, it's so tough. I mean, we're kind of... We'll be, I'll be honest, nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, well, actually, no, that's not strictly true. We sent you a sample of something yes. that we've got, yes. which we can't say just about oh, just yet. Okay, um, watch this space. We'd yeah. love to come back on and talk about it when we can. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. We're, we're hoping that that's going to be, the wheels in, for that are going to be in motion in the next few months. Hopefully by March we'll be uh, 
that is exciting. We'll be up and running. But yeah, because when we decided to do that, we kind of decided that actually running, doing the, the band at this point in time where there's not really much, because we, we, we do it for the live shows. That's mm. why we do this. Um, and there haven't been any, obviously. So there hasn't really been anything that we felt that we really wanted to work on. Have uh, you done many virtual virtual shows or anything? No. no. And and again, I mean, we've we've done a we've done a couple, but you know, we live for live. Yeah. Mm. Very different. You know. Very different. Yeah, it is a lot different. We, you know, obviously we don't struggle with it, but we struggle with the connect. We struggle with connecting to an audience. You know, so yeah, it's it's it's, it's tough. I know from sort of from a listener's point of view, it's it's difficult because you want to you know applaud the artist, you want to get up, you want to have a dance, and at the end of the song, you're sitting there and you're like, this is awkward. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And, uh, it like, awkward. It, it's awkward, kind of watching the artist because it must be so. You appreciate that it must be so different for them, mm. and so kind of awkward for them because they oh, can't yeah. react. Trust, trust us, it's, it's even more awkward for us. I can yeah. Yeah. yeah, because you tend to, like, and uh, with the audience as well, when you play a live show, you feed off the audience and they yeah. feed off you, and it creates this thing and that you can't really describe, but it does create this something, mm. and you just don't get that. And it's t- and, and when we're sat there, in between, you know, like, it's between a song, and we've got to say something or talk to the audience, and what do you say? Mm. You know, how is it? Are you enjoying your cup of tea? There's like, some people that are just really good at it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't, I, I'm just thinking, how are you thinking? How is this coming to you? What mm. you're saying in between these songs, and how is it coming to you so naturally? I'm like, <laughs> don't yeah. look at me. I don't know <laughs> if you've seen any of Kezia with... Gill's um, live streams. She does, I, I think no. it's a Friday night thing, and she's got a huge following now. But it's like you say, it's it's so natural, and they just have a real, real laugh, and it's like. But she's got her and Jade Helliwell have both got real strong followings for their virtual yeah. events. And it just does obviously come naturally to them. Yeah. They obviously had to work at it to start with, but it's um it is very different. I actually went to a live gig in October, I think, one of the Nashville calling okay. events. Um and Tennessee Twin were playing and there were obviously only thirty of us. It was really well organized, really well run. But it was just such a different experience because we're all sitting down. You know, we couldn't get up and start clapping or dancing or what have you. So I think it's going to be a changed scene for a little while, um, even when they do. Especially, I mean, even in in all music, I mean, even pop music, I think now we're going to get, you know, sort of your TikTokers and your people that are used to doing that stuff sort of being signed by labels because labels can't exactly go out and watch bands anymore. So I think we're going to see... A change for the worse, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, you know, we come from an age where we were still flyering people yeah. to come to a show rather than using social media. I mean, that's that's how long that was. <laughs> and you just can't beat that connection. You no. just can't beat it. And I think the industry is going to suffer for it. I think it will come back. So. It just might take a little yeah. while. Yeah. You know, I'm very hopeful for the for the festival over the summer. But again, it's so hard to plan because. Yeah. Mm. we just have absolutely no idea what what we can yeah. do what yeah. we can't do but you know onwards and upwards um, fingers crossed though. yeah we're very lucky obviously we've got a huge site we can socially distance we can spread out we can make it smaller yeah. if necessary we can make it bigger so yeah. you know, fingers yeah. crossed it'll all, all be good i hope so so okay last few questions what is your funniest moment that you've had in country music or the most embarrassing either way 
just embarrassing. Or both. <laughs> Some of our stories we can't tell. Really. <laughs> the funniest one. I need the funniest one. Oh, no. <laughs> can we think? I was going to say, can you ask another question so we can think? I can it? ask another question. What was your favourite gig that you played? Oh, okay. Right. Other than Dixie Fields, obviously. Of course. Well, I was going to say that because <laughs> I did actually think that that was, that was up there. For it was a good show, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I know we always say it, but you can't go wrong with the C2Cs. I mean, they've been pretty good, right? Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> you know what? CMA was cool. I mean, who gets to go and play CMA Festival? We had how, how did that come about? We got booked. Luke texted us one day and said, pack, literally said something like, pack your bags, you're going to CMA or something like that. Oh, you're going to play CMA. And we, I was like, what? That is amazing. Um, but uh, what was the Chinese restaurant at C2C was quite good, actually. <laughs> yeah, we, we did one of the uh, one of like the, the little stages right around the corner. Yeah. Um, and we mobbed the Chinese restaurant. It was so packed in there, but there was like a few random people still trying to eat their Chinese yeah. in the cold. <laughs> and there's just like groups of people in. Well, because we were getting text messages from people saying they can't get in the door. You know, like the security aren't going to let them in. There's, there's no more room. Um, and we thought that was pretty cool. In fact, that was actually all of those shows were pretty cool because we yeah. we actually we mobbed the Chinese restaurant twice. <laughs> the the following day you. we mobbed it as well, and it was kind of like yeah, like Jack said, there were. There were people sat in there having like a number 37. And there was just all these people. I don't know whether these people that sat down were part of the, were there for the festival or whether they were just there having the worst meal of their life. And you um, were supposed to be playing it there, yeah? You didn't yeah, we didn't just turn up. up. Yeah, <laughs> no, we were, to play. There, was, there was a stage. Um, yeah. Go on then, you're most embarrassing. We don't really get embarrassed, do we? No, it's difficult <laughs> to embarrass us. Uh, I've had to go on go on stage without shoes before, like because I've trodden in loads of loads of crap and had to like just go out in bare feet. Okay, that's quite random. That is very random. That was in Wales. <laughs> that was in Wales. And he started tr- 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 trodden a puddle, um, and that was a cold, bleak Wales. But there wasn't very many people there either, was there? <laughs> it kind of all felt like it was for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, embarrassing. I mean, back in the day, we had some where we'd like turn up to a show. You know, this is before we were a little bit established and we'd turn up and it would just be like the back of a truck or like, I can't remember what name names of festivals, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's been a, I don't know. This is a tough one. It is a tough one. It's all right. We can come back to that. So what is your favourite Holloway Road song to perform? Ooh, mine is Hangover Here. Can we have the same song? <laughs> you can, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the same song, Hangover Here. We okay. Take it last. Yeah. And that's not it's not our favourite because it's the last one and we want to go go home. It's just <laughs> it just works well. We better. saved the be- we saved the best for last. Is that your encore or is it just your last song from It kind of depends how it's going. If if we're not if, <laughs> if, if we don't think that people want an encore then we're we'll just stuff at us. <laughs> yeah, then we just kind of go for it. But when you're when you're sort of an act of our size, it's quite the, the encore game's quite a risky game to play mm. because mm. if we go Thank you very much. I'll walk off. Then the house lights come up and the music comes on, and then we've just walked off and we haven't got to play the last one because not every time. I suppose that's quite embarrassing when that happens. Yeah, when we haven't played our last. We haven't played our last song. (laughs) (laughs) And people come up after and they're like, "You never played that song." And we're like, "No, yeah, no, we just didn't play it today." (laughs) That has um, happened actually when we've gone to do that and we thought, "Ah, we'll do an encore. We'll walk off." 
and then the compares walked on. <laughs> yeah, that's awkward. So um, that one, yeah. You played Nashville Nights, didn't you? For what, New Year's Eve? Couple Ooh. of years oh, ago. Oh yeah, a couple that of was years. good. We found we, we were looking for our guitarist at the end, and we couldn't find him for about an hour, and he was asleep in the toilet. Love it, classy. <laughs> No, I was just saying it was really good. It was brilliant atmosphere and everything. Um, Love that gig. And actually, I took uh, or I went with one of my younger brothers who um, is actually studying songwriting at BIM at the moment, but he was not into country music at all. And I took him and some of his friends, and they were like 21, and they absolutely loved it. They just thought it was ace. Oh, awesome. awesome. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, okay. Like, I like to think that we're like marijuana, we're like the gateway, the gateway band into country. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm not really sure where you're going with that one. No, well, like, you the, know, we're the, the gateway the drug. We're the gateway drug, isn't it? We're, the gateway we're like the gateway band. The gateway band. Like it, like it. Okay, so what is your go-to road trip country song when you've got your big fat truck? What is the song you're going to be playing at full blast with the windows down as you're cruising down South End Seafront? Big Green Tractor. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, it's not. It's that um, truck year. Yeah, truck year. Kenny truck. Chesney. No, no, no. It's, uh, Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw. Truck year. Tim McGraw. Okay. Definitely. Please video that when you do it. <laughs> I would All love right. that. Does it have to be in the truck or can it be in my Seat Ibiza? You should do it once in your Seat Ibiza and then in your truck. Okay. Right. And you can do a little side by side. Okay. Okay. So, thank you, guys. I think we've come to the end of the questions. Where can people find you and follow you? Uh, it's been a long time since we've done this. Uh, so, you can follow us. Uh, you can find us on www.hollowayroadmusic.com, on Facebook, which is facebook.com forward slash Holloway Road UK, Instagram, Holloway Road Music, Twitter, Holloway Road UK, and on Spotify, just plain old Holloway Road. Love it. Thank you, it? It, yes. Thank you very much. I think you've, you've nailed it. Thank you so much for coming on the Tales of Tennessee podcast and uh, look forward to seeing you live in 2021. As a post-production edit, I'd like to just recap the recommendations from the lads as to where to hang out in Nashville. So we've got Bolton's Hot Chicken, obviously for food, the Red Door Saloon, Motown Mondays at Five Spot in East Nashville and the Veterans Club we were talking about is the American Legion Post 82 which is a honky tonk on Gallatin Pike. As for the mushroomy pizza place, still not quite sure about that one. You have been listening to the Tales of Tennessee podcast with me, Georgie T. You will find all of the other episodes of the podcast on talesoftennessee.podbean.com. They will also be listed on the Tennessee Fields Festival website, tnfields.com. They will be shared on our social media platforms at tnfieldsfest. And a special thank you must go to Archie and Francis Ween for providing the jingles for this podcast. Sitting on the porch with Georgie T. Hearing tales of Tennessee